Please stand clear of the door. To Unlock this door with the key. Oh, the wildest ride in the wilderness. Magic 24.7. Welcome back, everyone, here to Magic 24.7 Podcast. My name is Crystal, and I am here with my co-hosts, Chris and Ashley. And today, we are, we are going to be talking about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening up at Disneyland Resort in Anaheim, California. If you don't know what this is, you are living underneath a bantha or something. because. <laughs> talk of the disney town lately so um as we know star wars galaxy's edge just opened up here at the end of may so prior to opening there was a media event that occurred where a bunch of bloggers influencers all that jazz got to experience star wars galaxy's edge bat 2 in its just amazing glory and of course disney parks live had a wonderful video where the actual Millennium Falcon was dedicated by Han Solo himself, Harrison Ford. And of course he gave a huge shout out to Peter Mayhew before firing up the Falcon, which was just tear jerking and awesome. But we're going to talk a little bit today about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Now, unfortunately, none of us have been there yet, but we do know plenty of people who have been there. And we've been following some people on Instagram and social media. So we're going to kind of tell you, you know, maybe if there's maybe some favorite accounts, that we like to follow for information what are our thoughts on galaxy's edge and all that good stuff so first of all ashley i'm going to ask you first what what are what are your first initial thoughts of actually seeing star wars galaxy's edge batu open to the public i'm elatedly excited and then totally horrified at the same time so basically i think it's amazing how immersive they're making this and how it looks so surreal um i follow a friend of mine as you guys know lou mangello um he was there for a media event and i was looking through some of his lives and i i'm just i can't believe it he was even overcome with emotion when he first walked in in the and couldn't believe how real it was the scared part for me is how crowded in the lines are going to be before you can actually kind of enjoy it instead of like being enthusiastic of the overwhelmness of seeing it, but also then having the movement to actually get through and find those details and look for certain special things throughout that land because there's so many people, it's kind of hard to maneuver. So um, I'm, I think, that, you know, with Pandora, how that opened here, I wasn't sure how that was gonna go and I was blown away by it. I really thought it was amazing, all the different flora and flora of everything there. I can't imagine what this is going to look like in person if that was how detailed that was. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine how detailed this is gonna be. Right, no, I totally agree. And it's actually, I was very impressed, I will say, how when Disneyland had their reservation system that where you had to actually reserve a spot and this is going on all the way till june 30th so as of right now if you are not staying at a disneyland resort hotel or if you do not have a reservation to get into star wars galaxy's edge you will not be experiencing this on your trip unfortunately so basically you're allowed in for four hours at a time and it starts very early in the morning and everybody has a wristband and after that four hours is up they start filtering people outside the park. Now I have heard that 
you know, there was this whole thing where stormtroopers were going to kick you out and all this other stuff. And <laughs> I've, I've heard that's not happening. I've heard that some people have gotten away with kind of sticking around in the park for a little bit. And one really quick tip, travel tip, if you are going to Batu here recently, I have heard that your best bet is to head directly first to the lightsaber experience or like the droid building experience or the cantina mm -hmm. to do all that stuff first, because it's like an hour and a half wait just to get into those right now and then if do like the merchandise the food and then last before you head out do the kessel or not the kessel run a smugglers run excuse me the smugglers run do that last towards the end because if you are in line while you're waiting for the ride they're not going to just kick you out until you you can't you can ride the ride and then go you know kind of thing mm -hmm. so <laughs> do all everything first so when do you think um this the lines for all of this and the overwhelming like you know openness of it just starting when do you think that'll probably die down 2030 <laughs> <laughs> i think chris is, is correct um right. no i'm i'm a little nervous i'm not gonna lie like after the reservation time is over after june 30th i am very right. nervous for august september october november december <laughs> especially with october being a very very popular time with the mickey's party you know the party but they've actually moved the party at disneyland resort over to disney california adventure so that will be definitely interesting to see if that maybe hopefully lightens up the traffic a little bit who knows right. but i feel like it's it is going to be a little bit of mass chaos and i'm kind of hoping I don't know, Ashley, if you've heard anything or Chris, you know, even up north where you're at, if you've heard anything, because I haven't, is Walt Disney World going to do this when they open in August? Because it would be nice if they had a reservation system like Disneyland had. I don't know for sure. Have you ever heard anything, Chris? I haven't heard anything oh, yet. No, but I mean, I, I, I suspect they would do that or they'd evaluate how it went on you know at disneyland and then implement it or make some changes to it when it opens up in the fall yeah right no i agree i'm i'm hoping they do because i did hear that it did run very smoothly and from what i could see from some of my favorite accounts that i've been following on this have been the cali bay he's been really good about going in there and discussing it my friend jindy who is also a blogger as well she is over at uh, she's done the disney chica she does a spanish channel and she's actually been showing it as well and it seems like it was a very smooth process and thankfully you know unlike normal Disneyland days, there was no breakdowns on any of the, <laughs> no power outages, which I thought was great because I swear every time I've gone to Disneyland, there's been a power outage. Like it, it's just, there's something about the grid there. <laughs> oh, wow. So the reservations do, do seem like they're a pretty good idea. Mm -hmm. So going forward out of that, kind of talking about some of the attractions and the foods and everything. So the, the big deal there, one of the big deals, I should say, in the food line of things are the blue and green milk. What do you guys think of this blue and green milk? Chris, what do you, what do you think? If you're a Star Wars fan, what are your thoughts yeah. on this? I mean, it, it's cool because I've always held that plastic cup that's in uh, Launch Bay right now at, uh, in Florida. And I'm like, okay, this is cool, but I'd like to try the real thing. I'm intrigued. And um, so I've watched a couple reviews and such of people who've been there in Disneyland. And uh, two for two have said, uh, it, it's like Fruity Pebbles. It's like yeah. the cereal fruit. But it has like a sweet taste like that. So I don't know if, you, you know, I, I think at some place they have the cereal milk or something that they serve, which yes. is right. And I think that's kind of, 
disgusting, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know if they've just done that and added color to it. Um, uh, but I, I would, I would definitely try them both. Them, I don't know how much they cost off offhand, but you know, it's seven ninety nine. Okay. Yep. okay, all right. Yeah, I'd, I'd get one of each. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one for each hand. Yeah, I, I would try. Why not? It's, it's fun. And you know what? If you don't like it, um, just, just then, just toss it and don't get it again. That's just, that doesn't break the bank. It's seven ninety nine. No. Give it a shot. I say, yeah. I agree. It's, I mean, it's kind of funny because when it first came out that they were having the blue and the green milk, I'm not going to lie, from the promotional photo, I actually thought it was milk. I really did because it looks like it, but come to find out it's actually more of a slushy. And it's, um, you would be correct that they use a rice and coconut milk in the ingredients from what I understand. The only thing that, that Disney is not giving away is how they created the colors of the green and the blue milk. But they have said that there are rice and coconut milk in it. And then there's like one has, I've heard the blue is more of a sweet taste. I've heard the green is more of a tang because it has like a mango or something in it, passion yeah, fruit, something. Citrus. Yeah. 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 Citrus yeah. and floral flavor. Yes. Yeah. And for those of you who are not Star Wars fans and you're curious, what on earth is blue and green milk? <laughs> um, blue milk was originally featured in Star Wars A New Hope where uh, Luke was drinking it in the kitchen of his aunt. And then, of course, the green milk was that lovely scene from Star Wars <laughs> The Last Jedi where Luke Skywalker is milking this siren on the side of the of the mountain i still crack up and he drinks this green milk so supposedly blue milk is from banthas and green milk is from sirens i don't know i feel like we're getting really technical here in the star wars terms <laughs> but from what i hear star wars galaxy's edge is actually very star wars technical they have like their own language and everything it's amazing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah they got they I, you know it's it's amazing that uh Again, once they, in, in Launch Bay, once upon a time, they had those name tags that you could get, the custom name tags, right, with yes. uh, our brash language. And uh, my wife and I were standing in line, I believe it was for BB-8, and the cast member comes over and says, how are you doing today? Looks at her name tag and says, Heather. <laughs> so he spoke it. He <laughs> wow. knew it. I was, we were both like, whoa, that's like next level dedication. That's awesome. That is fantastic. And that's, I think, you know, like a lot of people are wondering, people are taking pictures with this, you know, it, it, it's an actual photo shop or photo, not photo shop, photo stop. And it says till the spire. And everybody's like, what in the heck does till the spire mean? It means basically like till the end, till the end of your journey, that kind of thing. It is that language. So that's kind of the cool thing when you go into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, you are going to be fully immersed in the land of Batuu. And I'm going to give you guys a little tip. If you are comic book readers, there is an actual comic book out there right now with the actual graphic novel coming out in November. You can pre-order it right now on Amazon. And that is the Galaxy's Edge comic book. And it literally has all the foods and language and everything in that comic book. So you can kind of catch up with what's going on in the land of Batu prior to going to the land. It's the first time a comic book has actually been in association with a land from Disney. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. So the other thing that has been a huge thing that people have been talking about is the lightsaber experience at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> and yes, it is $200 to do this experience. But before everybody has a panic attack of the sticker shock here, it does come with a custom 
style lightsaber that you can create. It is an experience. You do get a case with it. You also get different colored crystals to put inside of it. So you can change the color at any time, which is pretty cool when you take it home. And it also like you can choose from different types of lightsabers. So there's like one for strength. There's one for defense, those kind of things. And a cast member will go over all that with you. And then you go in and you build the lightsaber and they have the story of the lightsaber. And then at the end, there's like this lighting ceremony where everybody gets to fire up their lightsabers. So um, Chris, do you think you're going to do this? What, what do you think? I, <laughs> I see, as an owner of a lightsaber already, may I, start? um, I, I might not do it the first time, but I, I might do it the second time I go. Yeah. It's uh, it does look pretty cool. I have seen that, uh, the ceremony that they do and, uh, it, wow, they are right in the, the theme of everything, right? It's, it's, they, mm-hmm. it's not just the, it's, it's, the experience it's they're trying to like immerse you right in this land and convince you that that's where you are you're not on planet earth anymore and the, the way they talk and with the music that matches the script that they're saying and the lighting uh is really dark in that room and and really cool as you're putting it together and and choosing the the saber the, the color of the crystal that you want to be in there uh, right off the hop um it looks like a cool experience. I will say I, I, I will probably get one uh, at some point because I'm just like that and I collect these things. Um, <laughs> carrying it around the park would be interesting, but uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure I would eventually cave, maybe if on a solo trip if my wife didn't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what about you, Ashley? You think you're gonna let, you know, is Corey gonna be a Jedi? Yes, let him do it. I think he'll, you know what, just listening to like the description and how people are really enjoying the experience. I mean, for them to be able to have it fully immersed like that, when are you going to get an opportunity like that again? Mm-hmm. I, I agree. And as somebody, I'm like you, Chris, I, I own a few replica lightsabers. One in particular is a basically like one of those movie prop ones. And it was about, it was around a hundred dollars itself. Okay. So mm-hmm. If you think about it, yes, it's it's expensive. Like two hundred dropping two hundred dollars. I feel like if you did the droid experience, the lightsaber experience, and have like the eighty dollar drink that they have at the cantina right now, you could probably drop a thousand dollars just in that too. But hold up, you know that if a family of four goes to eat at Ohana, it's the same price. That's true. That is yeah. very true. So, so there's the line where you can kind of compare for people who are like, that is insane. It's the same as what you would pay at certain buffets for a family of four to eat. That's true. Oh, so, put it that way. <laughs> there you go. Give me my lightsaber. <laughs> Get breakfast, guys. Kids, you are not eating. This entire Mommy needs a lightsaber, okay? There'll be no shrimp this trip. No yeah. waffles for you. No such waffles for you, okay? No, but it's it, that's very true. You know, so you kind of have to balance and check and balance your experiences that you have at the Disney parks. And it will definitely be interesting. So I, I think that if I had the chance, if I had the extra $200 to drop, I would definitely be doing for the experience alone because mm-hmm. it, it does look amazing and it does look really, really cool. So yeah, so we talked about that and gosh, I mean, have you guys seen some of the footage yet? with on aboard the falcon yet have you seen that where you get to choose yeah i didn't on purpose because i wanted to be surprised and that's why i didn't do it i've watched all the scenic stuff but i never oh i want to but i'm like i don't want to ruin the surprise (laughs) i can understand that chris and you said you haven't seen any anything yet no i i have um and that that cue is like (laughs) mind-blowing it's 
you know, <laughs> like down to the, every wire that's hanging, every light that sparks, like just, it, it's incredible. And you know, it's going to be a long wait so that you, you have a lot to look at. They did such a good job. Absolutely. I kept waiting for like Han and Chewie to come around the corner and be like, no kidding. <laughs> like I'm going to my ship. you know, like I was, I was totally waiting for that moment and watching that. So I don't want to give too much away because clearly I don't want Ashley to be like, no, no, like plug your ears, Ashley. But, All right, I'm um, <laughs> but I love that they also, when you aboard the ship, you get to have the experience where you're either a gunner, you're either a co-pilot, a pilot, mm -hmm. or I believe engineer is yep. the other one yep. yeah mm -hmm. so you get all these different experiences so it's kind of like mission space that they have at epcot very kind of i would say similar to that without the claustrophobia which will be nice but yes oh good <laughs> <I can write. laughs> i have heard if you've got motion sickness your best bet is to request if you can be the pilot because you can kind of control it because i guess you can actually really control it to the point that if you want to like crash into everything and bounce this thing around, you can. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. yeah I, I've seen a video of a, a friend who who went on it and they purposely went to crash as much as they could. <laughs> and all I won't give anything away, but at the at the end, as they were walking out, it changed their experience as if they would have just done it properly. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That, so that's... it's down to that detail. It's it's that's crazy. That's so cool. That is amazing. Oh my goodness! As someone who is a Han Solo fan right down to the point where I Disney bounded as Han Solo to hmm. see the force awakens and just about had a heart attack in the theater. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am really, really looking forward to this ride. I think it's going to be amazing. And I can't wait for the, the new ride to open up as well. There's still a whole nother ride to go here mm -hmm. that is opening up at Disneyland resort as well as of course, Walt Disney world, just opening up their whole star Wars galaxy's edge yeah. all together. So quick, really quick too, as well, before we, go ahead and wrap up this episode. I know there's been a lot of chitter chatter too in Batu. <laughs> that rhymed. Um, <laughs> about if you can Disney bound inside the land. So what I understand is that you cannot wear a costume that is like authentic. You cannot go in looking like Ray or one of the other characters authentically because they're really trying to keep it as like Chris was saying, they're trying to keep it as immersed as possible. So they mm -hmm. want you to enjoy the characters that Disney, you know, clearly provides. But yeah. I have heard that Disney bounding's fine. I've I've heard a lot of people where they're like, oh, you can't even Disney bound. That's not true. I've seen people Disney bounding left and right in there. And I've heard that it's perfectly fine as long as you're not going like overboard with your attire. So sorry, Chris, you cannot oh. wear any of your costumes into Man. the park. I'm sorry. <laughs> what if I just get like turquoise tights and a and a and an orange vest? I can go as Disney bound as Greedo, maybe. I would be very impressed to see you put tights on and walk through. <laughs> be stopped at the gates. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can you please come over here? Let me yeah. speak to you. <laughs> I'm Greedo. Come on, sir. Sir. Yeah, exactly. Stop ruining the magic for others, sir. Please come over here. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's the rules from what I hear. And I have also heard as well that specifically at Disneyland Resort, I'm going to assume it's probably going to be very similar at Walt Disney World when it opens, considering Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is directly behind Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios. But I have heard that it is 
hot there, <laughs> that there's not a lot of shade, that it's very much like Toy Story Land. So bring your water with you, folks. Make sure you have your agua with you or whatever the language of it might be instead of you know, spending the $8 that you probably, but it's a cool bottle. It's got the, you know, the language on there. So if you want to buy the bottle, <laughs> then refill it, right? Th yeah. There you go. And you can use it as a souvenir afterwards. So there's that. So any more thoughts on Star Wars Galaxy's Edge or have we covered Batu? What do you think? I, I think we, we've covered it pretty, pretty well. Um, if you want the souvenirs, buy them at the parks. Don't look on eBay. It is ridiculous. Mm, oh, um, wow. Bottle those little grenade. They look like grenades, but the Coke bottles, mm -hmm. like fifty bucks US. <gasps> Come wow. on, and there's a bunch of them. So I just, it's just, if you're thinking about doing souvenirs, get someone to get it from me from the park, or just go get it yourself. Because it, it, I, I was just floored at the prices. Hundreds of dollars for helmets and costumes, and yeah. Wow, that is so, insane. Just an FYI. Yep. Oh my goodness. Y'all are ruining the magic for us with your side hustle. Stop it. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. No. <laughs> well, on that note, guys, from a galaxy far, far away, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode talking all things Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Resort or, you know, Batu for short, as people know it as of today. So un until next week, we hope may the force be with you. And we will see you next week. Take care, guys. Be sure to subscribe and listen on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and so much more. Magic 24.7 Podcast.